episode 13 of Lakers Sports Talk. I'm your host, Zach Oaks, flying solo this week as my partner Derek Aaron is out. But uh, we're going to tackle this thing solo. We've got a lot to get to. But before we get to it, I want to make sure that you know this episode is brought to you by Adam Ellis, the Managing Director for Northwestern Mutual of Southern Kentucky. Adam is a Russell County Laker alum and specializes in financial planning, life insurance strategies, retirement planning, estate planning, and much more with locations in Bowling Green, Campbellsville, Danville, Somerset, and Corbin. Give him a call, 270-570-6229 or 859-893-1905. Thanks to Adam again for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. So it's been a couple of weeks since we've uh, had an episode of Laker Sports talking a lot going on and uh, just try to catch up on a few things. Obviously, basketball going on, uh, 16th District Basketball Tournament coming up. Starts February 19th, Sunday, February 19th, and uh, Russell County going to be playing uh, both boys and girls, both Lakers and Lady Lakers will be playing on Sunday, February 19th at Metcalf County High School. Metcalf County hosting district tournament this year. The boys, the Lakers, coming in as the four seed, two and six in district play this year. The girls coming in at five seed, not able to get a regular season district win, but uh, both looking to... uh, Winning that 4-5 matchup, of course, now with Monroe County in the 16th District, they institute a 4-5 game. So the winner of the 4-5 game will move on and play the top seed. This year's top seed, Metcalf County, the top seed in both tournaments. Of course, Metcalf County hosting. So good season for uh, the Hornets and the Lady Hornets. But uh, Russell County looking to get in there and hopefully play spoiler. But first, going to have to beat Cumberland County. Russell County playing Cumberland County in each game on Sunday. Uh, Lady Lakers versus Lady Panthers, and then the Lakers versus the Panthers later that day. So uh, Russell County, not the ideal season uh, that you that you hoped for. Again, you know, still very young teams, uh, kind of going through growing pains. You're still uh, still trying to figure out how to play with each other. Players that are uh, hadn't got a ton of experience, still uh, still kind of getting their feet wet at the varsity level. And so I think we've got two good games uh, on tap for the 19th. Uh, you know, Russell County boys, the Lakers took one over Cumberland County. They split that series. Uh, so Russell County going to come in, try to get a win and move on and play a Metcalf County team that they beat earlier in the season. So uh, anything's possible here. And then uh, the Lady Lakers played two competitive games against Cumberland County. You know, you're right, you're right there. I think uh, Brett Blankenship's squad is, is is right in the mix of that and, and that could very well uh, come out on top in the four or five matchups. Uh, the girls going to have a – a tough road if they get to play Metcalf County. That's a very tough Lady Hornets squad. But uh, this time of year, anything can happen. Uh, we see a lot of upsets this time of year. So uh, nothing, uh, nothing's out of reach. And uh, we'll just kind of see how that plays out. But uh, district tournament's coming up. It's kind of hard to believe it's already at this point in the season where we're uh, getting into the postseason. It seems like this basketball season has just flown by. But uh, here we are. And I think the district tournaments are setting up to be pretty interesting. You know, Russell County that being in that four or five matchup makes it a little bit tougher. You got to win two games to get into the region tournament, as opposed to one if you're a top if you're uh, one of the top three seeds. So it it's a little bit different, and uh, you know, I think I think Russell County could, uh, you, you know, stands a decent chance in in those first round matchups, and then we'll just kind of see what happens. Uh, I have to pull an upset uh, along the way to. Get into the region tournament, but crazier things have happened, and we'll see. Uh, we'll see what the teams can do. I know uh, Coach Blankenship, and Coach Lundy, going to have their teams uh, prepared and ready to play, and uh, I think we've got two good matchups set up for uh, Sunday the nineteenth. And of course, 
Uh, Derek, Aaron, and I will be there broadcasting games on Sunday the 19th, so make sure you tune into that if you want to hear uh, the Lakers Sports Talk crew uh, <laughs> broadcasting games. It's it's fun. First, uh, it's the first year I really got into broadcasting basketball games on air, and so I really appreciate that opportunity and appreciate uh, my partner Derek for letting me tag along and uh, try to learn this broadcasting uh, life. I've, I've always thought it'd be kind of cool and uh, got a chance to do it this year. So hope you all have uh, been able to listen to some of those and uh, hope you'll tune in for uh, district tournament play and, and the rest of the season. Uh, next up, I want to give an update on bowling. Um, Russell County bowling team had a strong finish to the season. Both the boys and girls teams finished third in the region. Good, strong showing in what was a viewed as a rebuilding year for uh, the bowling teams really had some really had some success, had some ups and downs along the way, but uh, I think kind of fared better than uh, what some had expected after losing a lot of a lot of talent over the last couple of years. So it was kind of thought to be a rebuilding team with some younger players, and they do have those younger players, but those younger players have really shown out. So uh, I think what Brad Rexroth's got going on with the with the bowling teams is is pretty impressive, and to, for both teams to finish third. I think uh, I think is a true testament to what this program has become and it's in its very uh, young life. And um, so a couple of notes on bowling. Summer Aaron finished second in the region. Carly Skaggs finished ninth in the region in singles play. Jared Melson finished tenth. All three of those uh, individuals named to the all-region tournament team. So shout out to them. And then Summer Aaron finished high enough to qualify for state. She goes to the state tournament. Finishes 24th, very good showing uh, for Russell County at the state bowling tournament with Summer Aaron. Uh, so big shout out to her for strong showing, representing Russell County well uh, at the state bowling competition. And then finally, another note as we talk about, you know, uh, basketball getting ready to go into postseason. It's hard to believe, but we're a month out from uh, spring sports getting started. Uh, you know, baseball and softball is going to get started here in about a month. I believe March 13th is uh, kind of the opening day there. And, uh, wow, hard, hard to believe. It feels like, uh, just yesterday I was watching, uh, the Lakers make a run in the state tournament, but, uh, now we're almost back to baseball, softball season again. And, uh, these two clubs have got, uh, really impressive seasons to follow up on. Of course, uh, you, we know the story of the Laker baseball team last year, we went all the way to the state finals, uh, it came up short against a powerhouse St. X club, but, uh, you know, really impressive, really impressive run by. Uh, Laker baseball team coach David Rex wrote, and uh, you know, I, I I don't know if we'll see the team go back to the state championship this year. Uh, they lost a lot of talent off last year's squad, but uh, you know, the Laker baseball team is going to be uh, is going to be the favorite in the 16th district, and is going to be uh, right there as a region contender. So we, we know that much, and uh, would expect nothing less on the softball side. Coming off a district championship, I know Tanya Rexroad is going to be looking to uh, repeat as uh, the district champion. Then see uh, see what happens in the region tournament. So I think uh, I think what Russell County's got going on in terms of spring sports, and then you look you look at things like tennis. Coach Steve Kinder uh, has got a good squad, and uh, what they've been able to do. Uh, Lucas McFall is a standout uh, tennis player for Russell County. Um, made some waves last year. Got hurt at the end of the season. It kind of kind of hurt his chances to make a further run in the postseason than what he did. But as we near uh, as we near the spring sports season, I think uh, Russell County's got a pretty good outlook on on the spring sports. And 
Uh, hope you'll join along as we broadcast uh, Laker baseball and Lady Laker softball. Uh, Laker baseball can be uh, Derek, Aaron, and Charlie Anderson back on the call, and then I'm going to be on the call with Derek for Lady Laker softball this year. So I uh, hope you all will join in for that. On today's show, uh, that was an extended intro, but on today's show, I want to welcome on Laker swim and dive coach Glenda Prater, and uh, we've got some members of the Laker swim and dive team. Some of the standouts from the region tournament are joining us today, and uh, all this, you know, senior captains Allie Stevens and Weston Ryan, and uh, got a really good group. This is going to be one of those episodes I think you'll really enjoy. It's very, uh, very centric on on the kids that make up the team. So I think, uh, I, I know a lot of people enjoy that and, uh, this is, what a great group of kids. It's a great group of kids uh, from the swim and dive team. Uh, they were a lot of fun to talk to. And this is a, just a really great group. Glenda Prater, uh, a great coach for this squad. She, she just has continually high praise for this, uh, for this group of kids and they, they're, they're a joy. And so I hope, Hope you all will enjoy that. So we'll go ahead and uh, get into some swim and dive talk with Coach Glenda Prater and some members of the Laker swim and dive team. On the heels of the region swim meet, I'm joined today by several members of the Laker swim and dive team along with Coach Glenda Prater. Glenda, uh, happy to have you and happy to have uh, several of your team members in here today. Thank you, Zach. We're happy to be here. We're really excited coming off the regional meet. Um, I have with me three members of our girls team, uh, Miss Allie Stevens, Miss Alexis Stevens, and Miss Ella Pierce. So, um, girls, if you all want to go around and uh, kind of introduce yourselves too, and uh, what, what year you're in, and uh, talk a little bit about um, what kind of what aspects of the swim team you're involved in, like what kind of events you swim in, and stuff like that. So, whoever wants to start. Okay, I'm Allie Stevens. I'm a senior. And I swim the 200 freestyle and the 500 freestyle. I'm Alexis Stevens. I'm a sophomore and I swim the 50 freestyle and the 100 backstroke. I'm Ella Pierce. I'm a freshman and I'm on the dot team. All right. So um, we're we've well we're what past regionals and um, I just want to kind of want to get Charles' thoughts on the season as a whole. Uh, tell me a little bit about um, what the season's been like for you all. Um, leading up to this point. Okay, it's been a really exciting season, especially for our women and our men's team. Um, the women are young, the men are young. Um, we're still kind of a young team, but they have a lot of grit, a lot of perseverance. They've worked very hard. Um, at the regional meet, of course, um, our girls 200 free relay won first place and are going to the state meet. Um, we have Miss Ella here. We brought diving back this year with our varsity, and she's a first-year diver, freshman, and uh, she won the regional dive meet, so that's pretty exciting. That's pretty good to start, right? <laughs> so, yeah, we've had a, had a great season. They've all worked really hard, and I'm very proud of each and every one of them. Well, you mentioned diving coming back, so last year, uh, didn't have it last year? Or? Well, during COVID, it kind of uh, slowed things down. We just didn't open it up to as many many athletes. Okay. And okay. so we had some some JV divers, and um, then this year, Ella wanted to join us, and Allie Wilkerson came back to the team. She had dove as a middle schooler, and so she actually was the runner-up at Region also, so we're taking two girls to state. Well, Ella, um, kind of want to go to you. Um, Freshman, win the dive championship as a freshman, first year. Uh, what was that like for you? 
Um, it was very exciting. I didn't really know what to expect when I joined the golf team, and Miss Glenn was very welcoming along with the other swimmers. So I was excited to be there, and it was definitely challenging. Some parts learning some specific dives, but I was just excited to even make it to region and compete there. So. Uh, what did you all think about the season as a whole? I mean, just uh, to this point, how what's it been like for you? Honestly, this season has gone by like really fast. And I don't know if I'm just saying that because it's my senior year, yeah. but everything has flown by. I agree. It's been crazy. And I feel like we've just grown so much. Like looking back at times, everybody was doing personal best at the end of the season. And that's a win for me. Yeah, so, um, you know, you said the season goes by, but it's actually, it goes over quite a period of time. Yeah. Um, what kind of, I mean, did you see a lot of, I mean, Glenda, this is probably for you, did you see a lot of growth out of your team over the course of the season? Oh, my goodness, yes. Um, we had a lot of new, um, like, I don't want to say JV, but like 7th and 8th grade swimmers. And to join the team and just try to even practice at that level mm -hmm. for them is just a huge accomplishment um they hung in there they finished the season we had one of those new eighth grade boys actually score points in the 200 im event which is a grueling event in itself but to swim legal and to score points for your team at region that's just that's pretty amazing well, um, you know, we've talked a lot about the region meet already. I know that's a that's a big deal. It was here this year, uh, which which is always an awesome. I assume that's uh, that's obviously beneficial to you all. You don't have to travel or anything like that, and you get to host everybody. And I think what it was it uh, you know two hundred seventy four competitors, nineteen teams. That's a that's a lot of people coming in here. That's a lot of competition. Um, it seems like a big stage. Um, what's that like for you all competing? It is. It, it's a lot of people when you think about it. Like, just to make it to the second day of region is the top 16. And with a lot of people on our team making it, that just shows how hard we've worked, I think, and how much effort we've put in this year. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely can be frightening to try <laughs> to make the top 16 because you want to come back that second day and you want to be competitive and you want to score points for your team so that your team can win awards and go on to state. So, um, Glenda, I think we talked. We did one of these about a year ago, mm -hmm. and um, I think when we talked about it, we talked about the practices leading up to region and um, how that kind of takes it up an extra gear. Um, what did you see out of your team leading up to the region? Then I'll get their thoughts on those practices as well. If, if, if you'll let them talk about it. I will let them talk about it. It's so funny because um, lots of times in swim, you have a period of time before a big championship that you call the taper. And um, when the kids hear taper, they think, oh, easy practice. Well, um, they started asking me about three weeks out, you know, when are we going to start to taper? When's it going to get easier? And I said, listen, we are not tapering. We are keeping our intensity up. You'll get a little bit more rest in between your sets, but we are pushing straight through. So I'm not sure how they like that. <laughs> well, uh, I'll let you all talk about what, what, you know, leading up to such a big meet, what were, what were the practices like? That tapering was nice when we used to do it. But, <laughs> um, this year we kind of focused on our individual events like people who swam distance were together 
focusing on their endurance and then people who sprinted were together focusing on all their strokes and stuff. So it kind of helped in the end what we were going to be swimming at region, but yeah, it was kind of sad to not have the tapering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> I liked all the stroke work that we got to do because like if you were doing breaststroke, you worked on breaststroke. If you were doing butterfly, you worked on butterfly. And so you felt prepared for your races. Uh, I know uh, they kind of split up the swim and the dive days. Um, Ella, what's the region dive aspect of it? What is what is that like? Can you tell us a little bit about how that, you know, what that process is like? So we kind of go through each dive every practice, but towards the end we had to learn some more challenging dives, and they were definitely mentally tough because <laughs> we just we'd sit on the board and maybe wait three to five minutes to even get off the board. So it was definitely challenging, but I'm glad we pushed through and we were able to do what we did at Regents. So. Uh, for people who don't know, and this, this is pretty much me, so I'm gonna ask this from a perspective of somebody who you know, doesn't know a lot about this, so I'm learning as we go. Um, what is the, I mean, what, what are the different dives? What, you know, what goes into um, what goes into being a diver and, you know, being successful at it? What, set, what sets apart the, what sets apart the, the top divers? Um, I think just mental toughness and strength, just wanting to be able to do better and um, want to practice because sometimes you go in and practice and you aren't really feeling it. But I think just wanting to be able to get better. Um, I had some gymnastics background, so that definitely helped. Uh, um, kind of knew a little bit about it before, but my friend Marley DeVore really pushed me to get me to work on it. So, um, but yeah, you learn 11 different dives to at least go to region and compete. And so it was definitely tough, but I'm glad I did it. So, um, so you, you know, you all talked about, um, you know, the practices, you know, leading up to region. Did you feel confident going in or what was, what was kind of the mindset going into, uh, such a big meet? So when you see your meet, um, of course, I don't know what any other coach is going to do with their athletes. And, um, yeah, I start looking at times from swimmers on other teams starting January 1 to kind of see what's out there and how we compare mm -hmm. to those. But not everybody can do every event, which is the great thing. Every athlete does two individual events and up to two relays. And so basically you have to look at times that are out there, the times that your kids are swimming. And it's just really a poker game you know let's let's I think you can do well here um, some events are more challenging than others but like um, Alexa said we have sprinters we have I am swimmers we have distance swimmers so you just try to plug those kids in the where they can finish the strongest and then cross your fingers um, relays are always tough I mean I started talking to our girls at the beginning of the season Central Harden is the team that we have to beat to get runner-up uh, the boys it's a little bit different but um, we just know who our competition is, and actually these kids have swam together for several seasons at Region. They know each other, and they know their competition. Um, it's really exciting, you know, but when you get that psych sheet at the beginning of the week before Region, I talk to each individual athlete. I show them where they were ranked, who they were going after, who they needed to beat, and, you know, what we need to do to get the job done. So, <laughs> so um you know, when you talk about the difference between, um, you know, like distance swimming and sprint swimming, from a, from a swimmer's perspective, do you prepare differently for those races? What, how, do you, uh, how do you prepare for each of those, and what are the differences? 
The difference between distance and sprint, I'd say like sprint, you're going all out the whole time. Distance, you have to pace yourself. Like as soon as you dive into the water, you have to start pacing. Otherwise, you're going to get really tired and not be able to finish in the time that you want. Um, I mean, as far as preparing for them, just the practices are a lot different from each other. But yeah, they are. Like when they're doing 500s, we'll be doing 100s. But like their time's a lot slower than ours is. So like sprinters, we would have to make it in like under a minute and 20 seconds. And so you have to push the whole time. And you just have to keep going. But in sprint or in distance, you have to pace yourself. Or like Hallie said, you'll just burn out and you will feel like you're going backwards. Yeah. So, in, you know, there's you have individual events and you have relay events. Um, how do you prepare differently for those or how do you, um, cause I'm sure, I'm sure some of you do both. Some of you do individual and you do relate. Um, do you prepare for those differently or, uh, you know, kind of how do you go about each of those? <laughs> I mean, if you're like in a relay and you're doing a different stroke than what you're actually individually swimming, sometimes during stroke work, you focus on that. Mm-hmm. For your relay, that way you'll have that, and then when you're not doing stroke work, you're working on your individual. Um. So, I, uh, I find swim interesting because it's it kind of it's an individual and a team sport both. Yeah. Um. You know, you you have to you're focusing on yourself, making sure you're doing your right thing, but then you've also got this team behind you that uh, everybody's kind of doing their own thing, but they're also all kind of working towards a common goal. Um, what's the, like, what's the team camaraderie like, um, when it comes to swim and dive? Because like I said, there's the individual aspect and the team aspect, but I think it kind of makes that a little bit different than a lot of other sports. What's, like, what's the, um, what's the team bonding, the team camaraderie like? So, and I tell people this all the time, that, um, swimmers are such a unique group of individuals. There are some big personalities, there's quieter personalities, um, we are so inclusive and including of every person, no matter how quirky they are. Um, and everyone respects the other person. We talk about this a lot in practice. I said, I don't care who's first and I don't care who's last. Everyone has worked very hard to do their personal best. And each person deserves the respect that you deserve for, for your sport. So, and they are so great about that. They are on the side of the pool, encouraging those younger, weaker you know, athletes to do their best, and they're just as proud of them when they have a time as pr- improvement as they are for themselves. So, I'll uh, when I ask you all this. So, you know, every sport has its challenges, right? So, um, and each of those sports has challenges that if you're not in it, you may not totally recognize, or you may not totally know um, what goes into it. What do you all see as the biggest, like, like the biggest challenges in your sport? Like, what's like, what's something about your sport that, you know, maybe makes it a little different to people who aren't, aren't a part of it? I think just holding your breath, honestly. <laughs> Especially I, I, on those I agree. <laughs> <laughs> like, on those sprints, I personally try to only take, like, three breaths going down and back, and it's so hard to hold my breath. And sometimes I get so light-winded, I'll get out, and I'm just so dizzy. I'm just seeing spots. <laughs> I feel like, oh. A lot of people take it really lightly when they think about swim. Like, I'll have people that are be like, I bet I could beat you and stuff like that. And I'm <laughs> you know, like, like, no. Really? 
I mean, they might could, but they don't realize how hard it actually is. So, so think about it in this in this way. Um, a football field is a hundred yards. Right. A normal midseason practice is thirty eight hundred yards. Yeah, I don't think I'm making it past the first ten. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, if you kind of, you know, and swimming is a lot of back and forth technique, stroke work, um, focuses, emphasis of focus for that day. Um, we're working on specific skills um, to try to, you know, get to be the best, fastest person that we can in the water. Um, it's not like maybe some of the other sports where they run a few plays and then they swap out spots. Right. They run a few plays and they swap out spots. Yeah. Or, you know, so swimming is, I mean, it's 3,800 yards. Well, I mean, I think <laughs> if not more. If not yeah. more. <laughs> I think you touched on just holding your breath. So there's a, there's a high level of conditioning to that, yeah. too, because, I mean, you obviously... You have to hold your breath for extended amounts of time and be, you know, be able to, you know, exert your body in a way while still holding your breath, which sounds like torture almost. <laughs> when, when you get down to the root of it, it sounds pretty terrible, but it is pretty terrible. <laughs> yeah. When they see the word hypoxic on oh, the board, yeah, those are rough. Uh, Ella, what, uh, you know, kind of along the same lines. What's a challenge that you know people you don't think people that are outside of what you do, what might not they realize? Definitely the balance on the board. Because at the beginning of the season, Glenda always told us to ride the board. And at first, I didn't really know what that meant. But then I kind of watched Allie do it, and I was kind of catching on. But now recently, where we're trying to get, get our dives higher, I'm really starting to learn that again, of how to balance myself on the board. And it's really tough because you look down and you're like, oh, no, I see you put water on both sides. So um, that's definitely a challenge. So, so, so when, when you're on this board, how high above the water are you at any at, at any point in time? <laughs> one meter. Yeah, it's a yeah. one meter board. Okay, yeah. um, I'm I'm just curious, but uh, yeah, I imagine balancing it would be kind of. I feel like I, I feel like I'd get up there and just flop <laughs> over and have <laughs> have a paramedic on standby yeah. or something. <laughs> um, I I know um, you know some of you all are competing in state competition too. Um, what does state competition look like? Linda, can you kind of give us an idea of what that's, what oh that kind of looks like? It is so exciting, and we've talked about it a lot, because once you get to state, you are a small fish in a big pond, you know, <laughs> so to say. Um, there's so many big, big personalities there that are top-ranked every year, you know, and we go in, and we're confident in what we can do. Um, we just get in there and um, warm-ups are a challenge because basically you don't have lanes assigned. You kind of have lanes assigned, but there could be 30 people in the lane with you and you're used to having 10, you know. So it's just like don't run over anybody and don't get run over. Um, you know, it's just huge. It's just, you know, it's at UK this year and there's, you know, 40 swimmers in every event and all the, like, you know, all the private schools are there, yeah. and, and and we're just there representing our school and doing the best we can. Um, I told them, of course, we beat Pulaski County to get the region winner in their relay, and I said, you know they're coming after us. I said, if we stay ahead of them at state, it's a win all the way around. So that just means that we've done it twice. We've beat them twice. Allie, as a senior, um, you know, we talk about, you know, a lot of, a lot of young um, a lot of young student athletes on the squad. You're the only female senior, I believe. Yep. Um, 
you feel do you feel a responsibility uh, to help mentor and kind of guide these younger swimmers? Yeah, I do. But honestly, I really love it. They're all so unique in their own ways, and they all have such different personalities. Like over the years, I've picked up on what they like, and I try and talk to them about stuff like that. But the team is just so kind to everybody. There's not really anybody that feels left out or anything. So I feel like everybody gets along pretty well. So um, beside, you know, uh, senior, you've got a couple months left of school. Um, got plans post high school? What? Yes, I don't know what college I'm going to go to yet, but my plan is to major in elementary education. Because okay. I just love kids, which is honestly another reason why I, ne- I never really, it wasn't difficult to help all the younger ones on the team and lead them and stuff, so. You're not going to try to take over your dad's job, are you? <laughs> no, I don't want to do the team. <laughs> um, girls, anything else you all, um, anything I failed to mention, anything else you all want to talk about before we wrap this up and uh, let the guys come in? Good. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll catch up with you later. Then, thank you all for uh, coming in and uh, taking part. Thank, thank you. you. All right, and now we get into part two of our uh, interview with the Laker Swim and Dive team. We've got a couple of the male swimmers in here, guys. I'll let you all uh, introduce yourselves. Um, Weston Ryan, senior. <clears throat> Jacob Phillips, freshman. So, uh, guys, how's, uh, how's the swim season went for you all so far? Give me a little uh, breakdown of uh, what it's been like for you. Uh, it's been really good and really fun, and I'm really excited we're going to stay. Yeah, um, at Regions, we almost broke the record, so we're hoping that at, at State we can couple, cu- cut a couple of seconds and break the record. So, um, you know, just coming off the regional meet, um, tell me a little bit about uh, how you guys think it went, and um, you know, it, uh, how'd you all do? Uh, it went really good. Uh, we did about everything the coaches told us to do, uh, as far as relays and everything went. Um, and a lot of people did good in their individuals. Region swimming, you know, you had a big crowd there. You had a lot of people coming in from a lot of different schools. Um, it's kind of a kind of a big stage. Did you all did you all enjoy the spotlight, or uh, was the nerves involved? How'd you all feel? Uh, you know, in such a big meet. Um, I usually do better when there's a lot of people there. So like at big meets, like the invitation or fall preview or state, I usually perform way better there because I like all the people that are watching. Kind of give a, a little bit of an extra adrenaline rush when you know it's a bigger state. Um, so you all were part of two, um, believe what, two relay teams that went to or going to state, and then Jacob, I think you qualified in, in some individual meets too. Um, what are you all expecting out of the state tournament uh, or the state meet? Sorry, whatever. <laughs> well, we there's a lot of people that are a lot faster than us, so. We probably won't come back to finals, but we're really hoping to drop some time in our relays. Yeah, we're, we're really shooting for that record. 
Okay. So you talk about the record. What's what's the record, and what and what are you what are you trying to break here? Um, the medley relay record is like a one fifty two, no one fifty one, and we're a one fifty two. So we just need to drop like a second or so to get it. Point seven three, if you want to be exact. <laughs> there we go. Uh, do, you, do you feel confident that you, you feel confident that you can get it? Oh yeah. <laughs> there we go. Okay, I like the confidence. Um, uh, Jacob, this is for you. Um, you freshman, right? Um, you know, you're still, you're still pretty young in the program, but already off to a, a really great start. Um, uh, you know, I see updates where uh, you're winning these competitions and you're breaking rec- breaking school records and stuff like that. Uh, what's that like for you to kind of have a lot of success here so early on in your career? Well, it, it's really exciting because my sister and Marie broke like all the records and like so I'm really hoping I can get all of them like she did to like kind of surpass her. All right, so uh, I'm sensing a little bit of sibling rivalry. <laughs> it's not like he's counted her name on the board or anything. Yeah. So. Uh, all right, so so if you and your sister are in a race right now, who's winning? Me. Okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> she might not like that if she hears it, but <laughs> we need to invite her to the next one. <laughs> uh, uh, Weston, I know uh, you're the lone senior on the, on the guys' side. Um, what's that like for you? I know you get a lot of younger swimmers um, that are involved, and you're you're kind of the you're kind of the old man around the group, I guess. Uh, <laughs> What's that? What's that like for you, uh, kind of having that role? Well, um, it's fun to be a leader. Like I haven't had too much experience being a leader, but it, it's fun, kind of uh, taking charge. And um, we've had several like discussions among the team and among the guys, and it's just it's just fun because I think I I got everybody's respect, and I think everybody likes me pretty good. So it, it's fun. It's fun. Well, I, I asked the girls this question, so I'll ask it to you all and see uh, see what you think. You know, we talk about you know every sport has its its specific challenges. There's there's sport specific challenges that if you don't play if you don't play it or you're not involved with it, you may not you may not totally understand or recognize. So, as a swimmer, what is something that's uh, what's a challenge of competitive swimming that if you're not in it, you may people on the outside wouldn't wouldn't know or wouldn't totally understand? Well, I think um, what a, a lot of people look at swimming as, oh, it's an easy sport. You're just swimming. But they they don't know how physically, you know, grueling of a sport it is. It works every bone in your, in your body, every muscle group. Um, and I've played several sports. You know, I've played football. I've played all these different sports, and swimming is by far the hardest. Like, whenever I get done with a race, like, I've almost puked, like, several times. Like, it's, <laughs> it's a, a grueling sport, and most people look at it as, oh, it's easy because you just swim. Yeah. Jacob? Uh, well, like Weston said, he almost puked. I puke almost after every <laughs> single race. Like, I get out of the water, and um, I can barely walk because, like, my legs are just so tired. It's just very exhausting. So, um, you know, we, we talked about this earlier too, but, um, 
you know, the, the practices are, are demanding. And I know as you kind of went up and went up toward uh, the regional meet, I know you, you're kind of giving it your all in practice, trying to get ready because you want to you want to be, you know, at the top of your game for this. What uh, what have the practices been like leading up to uh, the region meet? Well, usually for, like, when you go up for a championship meet for swim, you taper so you don't really gas yourself so you uh, still have some energy for when you race. But uh, I heard I heard maybe you all didn't taper as much this time around. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. <laughs> so, I, you know, I... I I found it interesting you talked about you know kind of how kind of how grueling it can be and how physically demanding it is on the body. Um, you know, how do you how do you deal with that? How do you um, how do you get your body used to such a such a demanding activity? How what what do you do to kind of prepare yourself for that? Well, uh, a lot of with swimming is just time you've swam for and mm-hmm. stuff. So, I mean, obviously how long you've done it helps a lot. But for me, um, like meat days, I usually take a half gallon of water at least and make sure I drink the entire thing before the meat. Um, And then stretching is really important too because you're pretty much guaranteed (laughs) to cramp if you don't stretch before. So stretching is really important too. Jacob, anything... Uh, how, do you, how do you prepare? I usually eat at least, a, I have to have like a healthy breakfast before I race, but not too heavy. And um, after like prelims, I usually take an ice bath. Okay. Um, I want to ask you all, um, you know, what got you into, like, like what got you into swimming? What, how, did, how did you get started in this? Well, my parents, my family moved here from like, southern Georgia so we like when Ashton went to school here she like joined swim and then Emory joined and then I joined so I basically just followed in their footsteps so it's kind of been it's kind of just been a family yeah. thing for you Weston what about you so I've had a little bit of a rocky put like journey so I I did swim every year uh well my brother did swim too for a, a few years but he ended up uh, quitting his senior year but um I did swim every year until my I think it was my sixth grade year uh and then I quit and then I came back my junior year okay so we just recently yeah come back in it was it was pretty difficult to get back into it I was pretty slow at first I have I have like barely any endurance because I ain't been doing it long, but I can <laughs> I can do sprints. He's a sprinter. Okay, yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> so, uh, so from, after all that time away, what what brought you back? Um, well, my mom actually she she told me because it was in the summer, and um, of course they do summer swim and everything, and I didn't know if I would want it. Like at first, I said I really didn't want to. Uh, to to go back and do it, but I was at football, you know, during, or I was like doing football, and so I wanted to get ready for football because I hadn't played from my, I hadn't played, you know, like I ain't started my freshman to my junior, I didn't start in football, so my senior year I really buckled down, I was like doing anything I could to make sure I started and played, which I did, 
so I turned to swim uh, because swimming's the best exercise that you can get. Like, just the best exercise. Mm. It's proven. Um, and so mom told me that I should do summer swim to just get get ready. Uh, so I did summer swim my junior year and then did my senior year and then Glenda, what are you excited about with these um, with these two uh, going into state competition? How do you feel about uh, how do you feel about uh, their performances in region? And then, uh, what do you expect of them out of the state competition? I am so excited for state. Um, these guys have worked incredibly hard um, going into region. Um, like I said, you know, we looked at that psych sheet. Everybody knew where they stood. We knew where the, the relays needed, what they needed to do to get the, the job done. Um, we had so many personal best swims individually in those relays and even individual events. It was just amazing how many personal best swims. Um, at prelims at Region, we had um, 31 personal best swims. That is amazing. And then at finals, we pulled out 18 more personal wow. best swims. So preparing for state, um, they are so excited. It, it's so funny because they were so close to that medley record. None of us really were focused on that because we were so wanting, we knew where we were going to place at, at the end of region. And so now that we know how close they are and what the potential is and we've chugged all those numbers, I really think at State they're going to get that personal best swim uh, for the record in the medley. The 400, um, they're going to go out there and, you know, give some more personal best swims and wherever it lands, it lands. And I'm just going to be super proud of them. Jacob, love his heart, was the 200 region winner in freestyle. He has a super, super close, great chance of going back for finals at state in that event. The 500, um, he could make finals, but I think his best chance will be the 200 free. Mm -hmm. So just watching that will be exciting. Yeah, I mean, that is exciting. Anytime you're, um, you know, you're able to compete that well at, uh, at state competition, I know that's got to be, uh, that's got to be an exciting prospect. Um, guys, I mean, anything else um, you all want to touch on? Weston, I uh, know you're a senior, so, uh, you know, any plans post-high school? Got anything ironed out yet or still still figuring it out? Well, I'm uh, debating whether to go to college or not and then whether to go to trade school for uh, electricity. Okay, or, cool. But I'm not, not totally sure. Um I really, I've loved history, mm -hmm. like, uh, as a subject my entire life, but there's just not much you can really do with it besides being a teacher. Right. So that's, if I do go to college, I'll probably go to be history teacher, and then, uh, I job shadowed an electrician, uh, one time too, so that's not too bad either, but. Uh, Jacob, I believe, um. I believe you you kind of so you you do some club swimming too so you can pretty much swim is it pretty much year round yes um what 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 is that uh, tell tell me a little bit about uh, what that's like what that consists of um well it's six six practices a week um my dad gets in late so we practice from six fifteen to eight o'clock and then we get up at the butt crack of dawn to go practice on Saturdays so. <laughs> So uh, how, what what time what time are you getting up on Saturday to go practice? Uh, if I go to Danville to practice, I usually gotta get up at like four or five. In the wow. Morning. 
<laughs> it's a huge commitment. I, I I say so. Yeah, if you're getting up at you're, if you're getting up at four o'clock or whatever on a Saturday, that's a that's quite a commitment. Um, guys, anything else before uh, get y'all out of here? All right. Well, thank you all for coming in. Uh, best of luck to you all in the state tournament. We'll be looking forward to uh, seeing your all's results. Thank you, Senator. I want to say a big thanks again to Lady Laker and uh, Laker Swim and Dive coach Glenda Prater and the Lady Lakers and Lakers that make up that squad and uh, the group that we had in here today. What a what a group of student athletes. Uh, a lot of fun to talk to. Uh, really a group that enjoys what they do, has passion for what they do, and uh, always like to see that when uh, we bring on get the student athlete guests onto the podcast. Switching gears here. Uh, I believe it is time now for our Laker Sports Talk First National Bank Athletes of the Week. Brought to you by First National Bank of Russell Springs, of course. Personal and business banking, loans, mortgages, mobile and online banking, and much more. First National Bank is your place to go for banking in Russell County. Visit their website, fnbrs.com, for more information. Call 270-866-4343 or visit them at any of their three bank branches in Russell County at the intersection of Highway 127 and Highway 80 on South 127 near the high school or on Main Street in Russell Springs. Thanks again to First National Bank for sponsoring our Athletes of the Week. Again, two athletes this week. We're going to do a uh, we're going to do another two athlete uh, award this week, and uh, our athletes of the week go to two standouts who have really excelled in uh, their in their sports here in the postseason. We talked about it earlier, but Lady Laker bowler Summer Aaron uh, finished second in the region and then went to state, finished twenty fourth in state. Good showing in both. Uh, Summer Aaron, one of our athletes of the week this week. And our other athlete of the week, you heard her here earlier, Ella Pierce, who won the region dive championship. So uh, as a freshman, very impressive. Uh, both of these girls just standout athletes for Russell County and, uh, you know, making a, making an impact on and uh, in and out of their sport. So really appreciate uh, both of them and appreciate First National Bank for sponsoring our athletes of the week. Again, our athletes of the week this week. Summer, Aaron, and Ella Pierce. So congratulations to both of them. And folks, thanks again for listening. Appreciate all of you all who take the time to listen to this podcast. Thanks again for those who subscribe. Make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. Apple Podcasts or Spotify, either one. And uh, if you're so inclined, leave us a review. And uh, to kind of keep up to date, make sure you're following us on Twitter at Laker Sports Pod. And until next time, folks, go Lakers.